Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. A little bit of maple syrup. It could be honey. Put in agave if you want it. Could be agave. agave. See, you travel, you fancy. I've been around. You know, I'm here. I've been to a rodeo. Now, when it comes to Thanksgiving, most folks, I think, will agree that the table isn't truly set without some kind of green making its way onto the menu. But not just any green. I'm not talking some stinking side salad. No, no. This green needs to hold its own texture, flavor, and with that in mind, I asked one of my best buds, Chef Marcus Samuelson, to bring something special to wow us. And my friends, he did not disappoint. He is a true celebrity chef, the stuff of legends here in New York after opening the famed Red Rooster restaurant in Harlem. And I am thrilled he is joining us today to share his recipe for caramelized Brussels sprouts. Now, these aren't your grandma's sprouts. They're packed with color and flavor galore, with crunch and bite and sweetness that is sure to please. I'm Al Roker, and this is Cooking Up a Storm. Whoa! Hey, hey, hey! How oh, are, are you, you, my friend? I like the setup. You like this? It's amazing. Welcome to my kitchen. I just uh, I just took out a warehouse and put in some stuff. That's there amazing. you go. Well, we're getting ready for Thanksgiving. I'm super excited. I because... am too. When I heard you were making Brussels sprouts, I, I, I will tell you that uh, uh, one of the things that I have, that's been a great revelation yes. to, uh, being an adult is the roasting of the Brussels sprout. There you go. That, you know, we were all so used to that mushy kind oh of God. thing. It was the, the worst. I love my grandmother, uh-huh. but the way she cooked Brussels was no good. No. That's the only recipe from our family that I would not recommend. So when you can eat crunchy, delicious, mm-hmm. yeah. sweet, salty, and that's what they are. This is a, such a terrific side dish, but I think it's also important these days. You've, you've got to have a, a, a purely vegetable dish. Yes. And not only that, this is vegan. Yeah. And it has protein. We're adding in uh, a little bit of peanuts and so on. It's, it's delicious. Well, what if there's like a nut allergy? Yeah. Is there something Great you could... question. So I think understanding textures can come from many different places. So, for example, a pumpkin seed, mm-hmm. right? You can a sunflower seed would be great. You know, things like that. And, of course, if you want to be that guy, you can add bacon. Yes, because, <laughs> I am that guy. That, that guy. I am that guy. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I like. To, I like to. Yeah, come yeah. up about a pound of a, a you know slab bacon yeah. and render it a little bit and then finish it off when I'm roasting the uh, the Brussels. And I think most of us are like that. We're really true flexitarians, right? Mm-hmm. We're not just one thing. No. So, but here's a vegan, total vegan recipe that is super delicious because with Thanksgiving it could be a new family member sure. or it could be other people coming. That somebody drops might, by. Somebody drops by. And we don't know for religious reasons or for allergies or for whatever it is, right? So I like to have a couple of side dishes that everyone, and when I say everybody, everyone can eat it. When you do something vegan, majority of people can eat it. For this recipe, you're going to need one pound of Brussels sprouts. Remove the outer leaves, cut off the bottom, and then slice those bad boys in half. You'll need some olive oil, peanuts, 
rosemary, maple syrup, pomegranate seeds, and berberet seasoning. For the full recipe, check the show notes or go to today.com slash food. So I love this idea of that we got to get the sounds right. So we're going to... Mm-hmm. We're going to... Do you hear that? Oh, I heard that. It's yeah. garlic. Garlic time. Boom. And then, do you mind peeling that? I don't mind peeling okay. that. Okay. And these Brussels are great because you just take the bottom off a little bit like this, mm-hmm. and then you take off the, those, those leaves back here. You know, one of the other things I've discovered quite by accident, with the Brussels sprout leaves, I kind of wash them off, and I'll sometimes just roast the, a little olive oil and just roast those they and are so make Brussels sprout chips. These Brussels sprouts Exactly, the end pieces here, they're so delicious. And it's a light, it's just like, they eat so light and fluffy. So now you're stripping down some rosemary. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna chop it up. Because mm-hmm. here's the key, right? Brussels by themselves, we still gotta make them very delicious, right? right? So we're just gonna chop off some rosemary. And this smells, smell that. Oh, Isn't it amazing? Oh, that's good. So we just, I would just rub that on you as a, yes, as a cologne. We this can is, do that. Stop, stop, okay. stop. This is a family show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But it's 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 on demand, so we, yeah. you know, it's, it's all right. Chop the rosemary and sprinkle it into the bowl. Now you sliced up some of the garlic. Yes. And you could you could add or subtract as absolutely. you as you like. I like a lot of garlic. Yes, you know. absolutely. I'm just gonna throw in a little bit of salt. Now, is this like like a paprika? What, what would so this be? Because it, it looks kind of yeah, paprika-ish. It, it, and it tastes like a smoked paprika. Uh-huh, this yeah. is Berbera from Ethiopia. Uh-huh. Basically, eight different ingredients put together oh. everywhere in Ethiopia. This is like currency. Mm-hmm. When you, you have any Ethiopian meal, you have Berbera. So people sun-dry it. They dry garlic. They dry ginger. They dry cardamom. And then you pound it together, and it becomes Burberry. And this mm. is so Oh, I delicious. love the smell of that. Right? That's crazy. When man. you smell this, and when you get to Ethiopia, this oh. is sort of what everyone has in the household. Burberry is really, it's the same identity, and I would say, that mole has in Mexico, or let's say pasta has in Italy. It is one with the country of Ethiopia. Everyone has Burberry at, at the house, right? It's not spicy like cayenne. Right. It's more like a smoked paprika in, in, in terms of flavor. It's subtler. It is subtler, and you can use lots of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with cayenne, you just kind of finish because it's very spicy. Right. This gives this kind of like, you know, it's not taking over the dish. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a hint. Like Aleppo pepper, for example, mm-hmm. right? It has that flavor. Does Burberry differ from place to place? Like, do people do their own version of it? Yes, and that's why I said it's about seven to eight ingredients, because when I say this is truly terroir, that's like, so in certain part of Ethiopia, it doesn't rain. Certain part, it does rain, so the sun drying changes. Sometimes you're up in the mountains of 3,000 feet, so it changes the flavor completely. So, yeah, it's really this sort of depth in flavor in terms of spice blend. And I love it. I, I just, it's part of, you're not Ethiopian if you're not eating Burberry. <laughs> that's as simple as that. I'm taking the card. Oh, there you go. For folks who don't know, mm-hmm. g- give us your background. Well, me and my sister, we were born in Ethiopia. And my sister, my birth mother, and I, we had tuberculosis. So my mom walked us into the hospital in Addis. And then eventually she passed away. And here's where luck and goodness of others comes in, right? Me and my sister got cured from TB after three months with two kids, two years old and five years old, nowhere to go. The nurse takes us into her house. She's like, nope, they, otherwise they're just going to get kicked out on the street. She takes us in. 
connects us with a Swedish adoption agency. That takes another three months. Go to Stockholm, from Stockholm to Gothenburg. And I go from being Kasahunsi guy to Marcus Samuelson. Then met my new parents and they raised me and I've been extremely fortunate to have them in my life. When I first met you, you were working at a restaurant, Aquavit. Yes. And you were talking about, and we met, and you were talking about your you know, Swedish meatballs. Mm-hmm. And I mean, am I, am I missing something here? <laughs> I, I, this is your home dish? Wait, I'm, I'm confused. Toss the Brussels sprout with the Berbere, rosemary, garlic, a little bit of olive oil, season with salt and pepper. And we're just going to toss that. Just toss it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the sound of that. You know what they told us? What do they tell you? When it's something that have good sound, you're uh-huh. not allowed to talk. So we're going to do this quietly. Okay, do this quietly. No talking. Shh, everybody quiet. <laughs> there you go. There you, you go. You know how hard it is to be quiet when you have I to know. be high? Please. It's the hardest thing in the world, right? Yeah, especially my, my, growing up, we were a very loud family. We would get calls yeah. from the airport to keep it down. Wow. Yeah, we, were, we were loud. We were very loud. Wow. Okay, so you you just and just on the, the on some parchment paper on yes. the, on a, on a cookie sheet mm-hmm. and a baking sheet and into the oven for, for how long? So we cooked this about fifteen minutes or so uh-huh. and around four to four fifty, pretty okay. high heat. So it'll get a little brown, a little crispy. Yes, yes. And while that's cooking, you're going to make a nice uh, 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 vin- kind of a shallot vinaigrette. Yeah, we're going to give some crunch to it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> When we come back, time to make the maple rosemary vinaigrette. You had me at maple. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. In a large skillet, warm two tablespoons of olive oil over medium heat. So, peanuts, groundnut mm-hmm. peanuts, so delicious, right? Gives you that Salted? Crunch. Uh, these are unsalted. Unsalted. And we're just going to chop them up, rough chop them up. So just the shallots, we're just cutting down. Mm-hmm. And just just like that. People are afraid of shallots because they... What a, do you mean? Well, I think because they got to peel them and it's... Uh, they're all upset. People really? get worked up when you say That's shallots. That's what people are saying? Well, I don't know if they are. That's what I was saying. <laughs> I'm gonna hear. I'm sure we're gonna hear from, yeah. the, from, the, sh- the, from Sh- the shallot lobby. What are you talking about? You're talking trash talk about our yeah, shallots. Yeah, exactly. Add your shallots and peanuts if you're using them to the oil, stirring often till the shallots are softened and the peanuts are lightly toasted. That'll take about four minutes. And I'm just gonna bring a little bit of chopped parsley as well. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like just that bitter, beautiful piece of, of parsley. I love it. You know, when I was a child, I didn't like it, yeah, but I but now love it. you've come to appreciate it. Yes. But the reason why you want a little bitter here mm-hmm. is because we're going to add sweet things to this. Right? Ah. We're going to have maple syrup, mm-hmm. and we're oh. going to have these guys. 
Those uh, guys. Uh, the, the pomegranate The seed? pomegranate, exactly. So the sweetness is going to go up. Mm. Now you're going to add the rest of your ingredients to the skillet, except for the pomegranate seeds and roasted Brussels sprouts. So, and I'm going back with the same flavors. Mm -hmm. Some rosemary, uh -huh. a little bit of maple syrup. It could be honey. Put in agave if you want it. Could be aga agave. See, you travel, you fancy. I've been around. Oh, that smells fantastic. Smells so good, right? And it sounds. Mmm. <laughs> this is the noisiest recipe we've made yet. Yeah. It's fantastic. So, look at that. Oh, the golden color. Oh, and now look at this. Now, you've got the, the, the Brussels sprouts that we've already taken out of the oven. You've already yes. prepped these. And you're going to put it in here. And we're going to toss them because that's, now they're going to get coated with this beautiful... This is next level. Add the roasted Brussels sprouts and the pomegranate seeds to the skillet and toss to combine. It's this bright red of the pomegranate seeds, mm. the green of the parsley, yes. the brown of the peanuts, mm -hmm. and a little bit of uh, a tawny color from the maple syrup. Oh That's my it. Gosh. This, I mean, this looks like the holidays. It does, right? It really does. I mean, it'd be perfect for Christmas. It almost look, it looks Christmassy. It looks you, it looks bountyish. All the through the whole winter, you can use you, you can use this recipe, you know. And it's just so this is almost delicious. like a meal. This is a meal unto itself. It is definitely. And you have the crunch. You have the delicious factor, and you have you know the craveability. Can you do anything uh, left over mm -hmm. with the Brussels sprouts? Oh, I mean the Brussels sprouts. First of all, because we're adding sherry vinegar and, and maple syrup into it, they will taste better the next day because it kind of get it's like they get marinated mm -hmm. right so they're going to have a different taste the next day you can also put them in the fryer mm -hmm. and then they're going to become like chips and then you have you know when you watch a football game or yeah. whatever it's on the next mm -hmm. day these just become these beautiful great chips because they're already so flavorful so you like can a, also heat them up mm -hmm. add a little blue, blue cheese on top oh right now wow. you truly get that umami bomb uh, what's your what's your favorite leftover from Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. I'm weird, right? So for <laughs> me, when you cut off all the meat mm -hmm. and you do start making a broth, mm -hmm. right, a really good turkey soup, that can be on the Saturday, right? Because first you got a sandwich. Sure. And, and a little bit of leftover this. But on that Saturday, when you start to get in that pot going and you just simmer, and I just put the bones in, put some onion, shallots, rosemary, even put some miso in, let that simmer. You strain that broth, and then you start to put him back in your vegetables, then you just heat up some really good some ramen, just some ramen into that boom turkey boom, and you're gonna have the most delicious turkey ramen dish wow. you've ever had. Now I know Brussels is a town, but when we come back, we're gonna go to town on these Brussels. See what I did there? Wanna make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. 
I can feel the umami. Yes. I can feel I the umami. Before I, even, before, I, before I even eat this. Yes. Hold on, let me. Here, you hold that one. I can one. feel new mom. I can feel. Here we go. Look at that. Yes. Mmm. Oh. And the crunch from the pomegranate and the peanut. It's so delicious. This mm. is crazy good. Mmm. I got a lot to be thankful for this Thanksgiving. <laughs> got something new for the dish. Thankful. Oh. Whatever you guys are doing here, mm -hmm. this is fun. This is next level. No. Oh. That's why we got you here. So what I, I think has always been fascinating is that you have embraced all sides mm -hmm. of your upbringing and yes. your heritage and your cultures. Uh, and, and so I would think you have a, a, a very unique appreciation of Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving and I love that we come together as one to eat and celebrate. America has a rocky history like every country. Our past wasn't linear. Our past was very complicated. But this is, here is a week or a couple of days where we're going to celebrate it around food. And we think about what we've all been through, still going through through the pandemic, yeah. right? It's a privilege to sit down with your family and extended family. It's a moment taking a brief, so like pause and like, hey, I appreciate you. Yeah. And it was maybe something pre-pandemic that we took for granted. And, you know, last year taught me that. I will never take it for granted again. This Thanksgiving, as we mm. uh, come together, and hopefully more and more people can do that, mm. how is this Thanksgiving different for you than, say, ones in the past? It's totally different because I think that we all just want to put this behind us, right? Mm -hmm. No, But this humbles us and we have to be restricted a little bit. And we're not used to that, especially as Americans, right? So it's a huge challenge for us. And I think about it as the restaurant, it might be open, it might not, because we don't know what's going to happen. Things that I totally took for granted before, mm -hmm. I just had to learn to take them in and say, you know, let's see what's going to happen. No matter what, I'm going to be supportive of my team mm -hmm. and um, I'm going to invite in neighbors. We do that. We're going to be a community both in my home in Harlem, but also in my restaurant. You know, you've got your, your son is five. You know, mm -hmm. you've, you've had a few Thanksgivings now as a, as a family. Mm -hmm. Is there a family tradition of Thanksgiving that you, you guys do year after year? We cook a lot, and then we have a couple of people that we give out the food to in our neighborhood that uh, are home insecure. And we mm -hmm. also have a tradition of donating toys because we got too many. <laughs> Is Red Rooster going to be open for Thanksgiving? Definitely be open, both in Miami and in, in Harlem, absolutely. Tell me about you, this. In Miami, you're in a really historical yes. neighborhood. You know, when we had opportunity to expand Red Rooster to Miami, I said it, it needs to be in a predominantly historical African-American neighborhood. Why not the beach? Why not the Brickle? Well, I love all these places, but no, I wanted to do something that makes sense for us. So um, Overtown was called, used to be called the Harlem of the South. And when I started read this history, that's where Muhammad Ali stayed. That's where Miles Davis stayed. That's where Sam Cooke did one of his best albums. And so when I found this property and learned the history about it, I said, we have to renovate it. This is where we're going to put Red Rooster. It's right in front of Lyric Theater, which is like kind of like the Apollo mm -hmm. at, in Miami. And basically, the whole restaurant is basically on the patio because people sit outside.
So you you started up Black Business Matters yeah. Matching Fund. Tell me about that. You know, you and I have both been extremely fortunate to do what we love and ha- have a career on it, but we're not the majority of people that look like us. A lot of people um, are struggling. And some people had a great idea and started a business, but the pandemic changed everything for them. So it was important to start a fund where we can not give out loans mm-hmm. to small businesses because they don't need more loans. Yeah. It was really grants, and we give out um, grants to small businesses across the country. And I don't even like the term small business because for that family, it's their yeah, only business. It. Exactly. Yeah. So we gave out grants across the country uh, to black and brown businesses. I'm a guy that got lucky breaks. And um, on many levels, both in my personal life, but also obviously in my uh, business life. And anytime I can do that and extend that, uh, it's one of the things that I take the most joy from, actually. Marcus, what are, what are some of your first memories of Thanksgiving? I have many early fun memories of Thanksgiving because when I came to this country, I worked in a Swedish restaurant, Aquavit, and we were closed during Thanksgiving. And it was one of these things that a lot of cooks— you know, they don't come from New York City. So it's like, okay, I had an apartment with less roommates than they had, right? <laughs> a little bit more space. So I'm like, all right, let's host it. So we we cooked up the storm. And since people come from all over the world to work in New York City, right? So we had Indian curry on one table. We had, I, I had the herring and the groblax from Thanksgiving. <laughs> the turkey was in the room, <laughs> but it was way over there. And it was just so much fun to see the 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 team outside the restaurant and mm. we told stories and we weren't even connected with what, how you're supposed to serve Thanksgiving because all the American guys, they were home with their families. Sure. So it was all of us, <laughs> immigrants and, and the, the kids who couldn't go back to their parents. And we had so much fun. As we um, wrap up and I still have the, those Brussels sprouts. Oh my <laughs> gosh, they're so fantastic. What, what are you most thankful for this year? that my family and I and my extended family and I are healthy. We lost people in 20, and um, I'm grateful that we are healthy and that we are able to do this uh, and move forward. And uh, I think moments like Thanksgiving gives us an opportunity to say, hey, I appreciate you. I love you. Well, Marcus Samuelson, I appreciate you. I have appreciated your friendship, your hospitality, and your kindness. I'm so thrilled that we were able to have you on Cooking Up a Storm with Al Roker. All the best, and enjoy the holidays. Thank you so much. Thank you, my friend. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you've heard, please give Cooking Up a Storm a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to tell your friends and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. Cooking Up a Storm with Al Roker is produced by Ursula Summer, Sharif Youssef, Abe Selby, and Phoebe Curran, along with researcher Rachel Young and audio engineer Bob Mallory. Our culinary team is led by Anthony Contrino and Carrie Parente, with Stevie Stewart and Dawn Miller. Original music by Tavon Pennicott. Bryson Barnes is our technical director. Minna Kathuria is our executive producer. Soraya Gage is our general manager. And Madeline Herringer, our head of editorial. We want these Brussels to make Marsa 
uh, jealous. That's it, right? <laughs> That's the goal. We gotta make Martha jealous. <laughs> Because you've now got a fantasy. You, you love Martha. We Mar love Martha. Mar love Martha. Love you, Martha. Martha was the first person that ever put me on TV. Really? And uh, I went up to Connecticut. I was mm -hmm. so nervous. And she's like, I got you. She just looked at me and was like, I got you. She's the best. Yeah, she really is. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.